This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Dungeon, 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 Oh yeah, I am your Supreme Crit Justice Murphy, joined by Supreme Crit Justices Axford and Tanner and the lowly, 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 so lowly, you're almost highly. It comes back around so low that it comes back up to highly praised bailiff. Whoa, what a come up! We love you and we appreciate you. Whoa, should we have a really positive Jake? Yeah, let's have a positive Jake. Oh. Posse Jake vibes? Yeah. Great. I don't right. want to see the backlash for this. He's fucking cool and he's good looking and he's awesome. Let's get oh. into it. Jake, you're looking great. You Dude. got some hair gel Please. in there. The beard is flowing. Oh. Mm-hmm. This makes me so uncomfortable. Bailiff, take me to paradise. Oh my God. Jake, you've been spending so much time amongst the lowly worms that you've become attuned to nature. You're wow. a deity. Wow. You have decomposed into the perfect <laughs> soil composition it. to You're sprout a beautiful flower. Like a phoenix, I'm rising from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Jake in bloom. Jake in bloom. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Crit is now in session. The Honorable Supreme Crit Justices Axford, Murphy, and Tanner presiding. Our first Woo! case comes from Woohoo Indeed. Uh, our first case comes from Brady M. And Brady writes... To the great and honorable justices and to the great but certainly not honorable bailiff. Whoa, hey. Whoa. Hey, that's my friend. That's tough, Brady. I can't believe you would speak. Brady, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) This is my friend Jake, okay? We are being so manipulated. He's a really good guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's a great guy and a great friend. (laughs) He rose from worms. How dare you? (laughs) King of the worms, Jake Hurwitz. We love him. I'm so sorry for interrupting you, Jake. Go on. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> this makes me so deeply uncomfortable. This, it feels like the rug's going to get pulled out from under me. I think that's why I'm liking it so much. I'm watching you absolutely squinge in your it, It's like popular kids in high school being way too nice to you, and you're yeah. like, I know you're playing a joke on me. The fucking Where's shoe's going to drop. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> As the DM, I'm running an apocalyptic campaign focused on survival. Wow. And when we had a session zero, I was very upfront about this. This is crazy. Can I, I'm sorry, yeah. can I interrupt? Because Please. this is just crazy. Literally last night in my dream, I was in an apocalyptic dream. I have those all the time because I don't know, they're more fun than normal nightmares. Um, and, uh, and in the dream, I was like, for some reason, I, ha- I I don't know how I was able to think this. I was like, I need to run a survival campaign. It is so fun trying Ooh. to survive. Yeah. It was basically, thinking back on my dream, it was basically Fortnite because we were infiltrating <laughs> various things to find weapons. Classic survival situation. So I was in <laughs> right. Fortnite in my dream. I realized Sounds like an awesome dream. Right. So it was like survival, but also Doctor Strange was there. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, Brady, I love that you're running a survival game. And in my dream last night, my subconscious was like, Emily, you must do this. <laughs> so yeah. you're Emily's awesome. dreams approve of this campaign. <laughs> 
So Brady writes, my players keep track of rations, water, and even materials to make healing potions. Our wow. elven fighter what? uses a bow, and every time I ask them about the amount of ammunition they have, they'd always respond with, I should be good. So I started writing down how many arrows they'd released and not collected. I even warned them that their quiver was feeling lighter. When they finally took their 20th shot after I started keeping track, I narrated how as they went to pull an arrow out, they reached back and found none left in their quiver. My player was furious, claiming that their character sheet is their responsibility and I had violated their privacy and that if my world was my world, then their character should be their character. Justice, I beseech thee. Did I breach a boundary I was unaware of? And was I too harsh in my punishment? If so, I'll humbly accept whatever punishment you deem necessary. I want to throw out one thing. This is not a ruling at all. I feel like because I've played in campaigns where as a he- I tend to play a lot of healers and as a healer, like the healing resource will be managed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels like you get punished for like ca- gathering your spell components while the ranger just magically has as many arrows as they want. Uh-huh. So I don't mind balancing uh, my first thought is, well, if you're going to make it hard for some classes, then it does make sense to make it hard for all classes. Also, it sounds like that's what this campaign is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they were warned several times. I feel like essentially what happened is this player wants to be able to cheat, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Because you should show your work. Ideally, you know what I mean? like, he'd like to cheat. You shouldn't just be mad that this happened. The only way you could get mad is is by being like, no, dude, I'm, I've am i got it on my paper. I've still got four arrows left or something. Yeah. I've been keeping track of this. I look at this more than you do. That's a fine defense, but to just be like, how dare you? <laughs> I think that, that they've also, got no leg to stand on, yeah. Yeah. I, from, what, from what you've read, I almost feel like this player is not on board with the conceit of this world because saying, I should be good. Yeah. I should I be good. I can't hear that. Yeah, no, we're looking all right. <laughs> We're actually pretty mellow <laughs> totally. here. This has the energy of like somebody getting caught cheating like in a, in a text message and then somebody be like, you violated my privacy by reading my messages. <laughs> yeah. Like, Just, dude, no, I was totally fletching arrows. I was fletching. I was fletching during that short rest. I, yeah, I can sympathize with this archer because like, really? He, they're playing the sort of dumbass D&D I like to play where you just keep it fast and loose and are not paying attention to this sort of thing. And then later on, uh, retroactively ask the DM if you can say that you fletched a bunch of arrows during a short rest. But like, I think that it was laid out pretty clearly up top that like that was not the situation. Like you got to be you got to be doing fletch checks. You got to be making sure that the arrows are uh, knocked and ready to go. Um, and they were not doing that. Do you think that if this character was constantly being like every time they shot something, the DM would be like, OK, we're moving on to this thing or whatever. And the character is like, well, wait, I'm going to go retrieve my arrows. Let's roll to see oh, how many I can retrieve. Yeah. I like, like the, that. Would the DM like that? I think so. That's like what the DM wants. I think the DM would like it because it seems like when I was thinking of survival in my dream, it was more about uh, Fortnite being running, yeah. running away, right, yeah. <laughs> doing dances um, and dro- <laughs> dropping dances, air, playing air buses, as Kakashi sends him. Right, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Sephiroth is there for uh-huh. some reason. <laughs> but, um, but it sounds like this DM is like let part of the fun for us is like let's do some resource management, which yeah. I can also get into. So, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the DM would have liked it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess like kind of games, like in in video games, if you look at like Resident Evil, that's about mm -hmm. resource management. You don't want to have infinite ammo in Resident Evil or else the game is too easy. But then if you play like Doom or Duke Nukem, you don't want to constantly be, you know, searching for ammo. That's no fun. So it's just a different kind of game. In Breath of the Wild, you're always picking up your arrows. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like not even that hard to do. You can be like, hey, I'm going to go like pick up my arrows. You're right. It's like a, it's just like a D10 roll or a D6 or however many arrows you got. It's like, it doesn't take that much. But it sounds time. like this person wasn't even looking. They they didn't even care. Yeah, they weren't they even just kept looking. saying, "I think we don't I'm think good." That they were. And then also, I sort of I, I don't like this move of bringing it to this very loaded thing of being like, "You've oh, invaded yeah. this my is privacy." Your world, <laughs> but my care. I'm in charge of my character. You're in charge of the world. How many arrows you have isn't quite a. Pr- it's not a private. I know. Thing. Fucking Aaron Sorkin bullshit is what it is. It's like, sir, you may control the sphere, but I am a lowly island upon that sphere. 
you have no dominance over my island, sir. Uh, it just it seems like they were trying to like make a big impassioned speech, uh, and I I can't get behind. It's it. It's a weird it's a weird move in the argument where it's just like actually I'm gonna say something that in my defense uh, you're a bad person. You actually yeah. you know what uh-huh. I lied. You're a bad person. Right. There's also a feeling of like I think it's like not it's just not a synonymous situation because it is like being a DM is like planning a party and being yeah. at the table is like being a party goer. Yeah. So it is kind of like showing up to someone else's party and being like cool. This might be your party but it's my night yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like, like yeah there might be people with a bunch of allergies and shit but i'm not telling anyone what's in the brownies i'm not telling fucking anyone this is my recipe if you have a it's fucking private. tree nut allergy and there's nuts in here you just have to roll the dice so does it sound like we're <laughs> ruling against this player yeah wow starting off with a dm ruling i love it wow. i love this energy been, we, we've been favoring the players recently I think that I'm gonna r- roll with the DM, but I will say, Brady, if you're looking for like anything that you could be doing differently, and this is mm-hmm. maybe something you've already done, so it might be a completely moot point, but like, you know, just making sure that you have a communication like this is this type of campaign with your yeah. characters, maybe it sounds like it sounds like it's been going well so i'm guessing your pcs are on board but if you had an inkling oh they might not be on board it might be worth communicating it yeah, but you uh-huh. probably also already have true <laughs> so, <laughs> ignore all this brady the players maybe like it <laughs> like this aspect of the campaign when they're succeeding and it sounds uh, like you might need to be so blunt to the point where instead of being like your quiver is feeling light you need to be like you feel like you've got three arrows left oh that's <laughs> you good you feel like maybe you can only fire that bow you two reach in and you feel the the feathers of one arrow you reach in and grab the last of your two arrows yeah. <laughs> brady if you're good at keeping track of stuff like that because like a lot of people are not that is like a skill that you possess to be able to like you know manage that level of inventory while also running a campaign like yeah i would say just lean into that like use that skill to help your players out a little more um i mean especially if it's getting dire like this and you don't want them to like fail on a technicality also um, like yeah there it's definitely not a complete given that dms don't track this stuff like i often don't but definitely mm-hmm. i know when we play d20 brennan has like our hp tracked and everything like that wow. and like we would definitely have a discussion if there was like a discrepancy i'm sure that well, like, he also has people like monitoring it for totally him. yeah right. yeah so you each have an, an hp boy right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a ball boy in tennis. He runs in and takes our hit points and runs away. <laughs> gets down and I knee. yell at him like John McEnroe. Yeah. <laughs> you broke a tennis racket on one session, right? <laughs> yeah, we also all have tennis rackets under the... <laughs> yeah. The- Old wooden tennis rackets. Emily broke one over her knee. <laughs> <laughs> we freak out and break our character sheets over our knee. It's really laborious. Okay, wait. I have a good punishment for the player. Okay. Oh, they great. have to dress like a ball boy, but then work at a baseball game. What? So they keep trying to run onto the field. and <laughs> So just be a ball boy. <laughs> right, right, right. But they're in the wrong sport. <laughs> So Wait, then but they're like getting tackled you, by outfielders and stuff like that. There are ball there are, are ball boys in baseball. I think are they're there? technically they're, called bat boys. Bat okay. But yeah. they st- they don't they Oh, don't so really you're saying you have to, you have to wear a tennis ball. outfit. Great. Yeah. And you have to What about this don't you understand? Yeah, and then when you get on the field and people say, "Are you a bat boy?" you have to say, "No, I'm a ball boy." And you have to chase loose balls no, no. in the outfield, right? I'm That's like, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is you're chasing the baseball right. and you're fighting off baseball players. Baseball players. But you don't belong there cuz you're a tennis ball boy, not yeah. a baseball. And you have to do that thing boy. where you get when you get the ball, you hold it behind your back so it seems kind of like you're trolling yeah. everybody. And you can't you can't try to jump back over the uh wall you have to stay in the outfield no. and you can't you also can't explain that this was a it was a punishment from a dungeon court episode. yeah so people won't even know why you're doing it and you just have to keep insisting i'm just a huge fan of tennis and i always wanted to be a ball boy <laughs> that's going to be really fun because for all of the people on the stands it's going to be like a game because there are going to be officials chasing you trying to get you out of there so it's going to be like oh, that's oh what I'm the ball boy's on the field again yeah. <laughs> I really think that this would make baseball 
even more fun. Yeah. yeah, I think there should be more rogue boys. <laughs> they have stopped. They they've stopped showing people on camera when they jump on the field. Okay, so you won't even be getting any. So you're not even going to get this. any credit. This punishment for this. Yeah. is a private. But one. you're going to get a lot of love at the stadium. At it's the just stadium, for you. Yeah. You get some love. Yeah, anyone who's there is definitely going to be like anyone else. Kind of loving this <laughs> ball boy. This tennis ball. Yeah, honestly, this is a punishment, but a little bit. It's a little bit of a prize, frankly. Yeah, we're all a little jealous that you get to be the ball boy. Um, okay, so ordered. Unless someone else had a punishment. No, I feel like that was too elaborate to get rid of. Yeah, we yeah. can't unwind this. Okay, because we could also just do like stocks. What? In oh, the public yeah. Square. A day oh, in the stocks. I thought, I thought you meant a like day the stocks. invest in some bad stocks. <laughs> How about a day at the stock market? You got to invest in <laughs> NFTs right now. <laughs> oh, God. You have to go become an NFT by getting a picture of yourself oh a- as the ball boy at a baseball game. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, they've got a lot, a lot to handle in the next couple of days. Our next case comes from Brennan C. Uh, they write, may it please the holy and righteous court. And also, I think it was Bailiff John. <laughs> Whoa. No, no, oh. no. That's Jake Hurwitz. <laughs> Wow. That's Jake Hurwitz. He's a hilarious comedian, <laughs> writer, <insane>. director, <laughs> actor. Being Jake and Amir. Look at his a, skin. A groundbreaking Look at his glistening series. skin. <laughs> this yeah. is a groundbreaking this, series okay. in it's online getting, it's comedy. One of the first. And web I don't series. normally go for very straight teeth, but you have a nice set of straight teeth. I, I really don't. Okay. Yeah. For someone with the elbows that you have, you really work those elbows well. Thank you. <laughs> What do you mean work the elbows? <laughs> Just like for like the elbows you're working with for like your whole elbow situation, you really hold okay. them well. It feels yeah. like that's a backhand. I don't know that Caldwell some... got the assignment, but go on, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I present the case of the obliterated backstory. I created a character that was a medieval microbiologist druid who was trying to prove that bacteria existed. Okay. Whoa. When I first introduced the character and brought up the fact that I was trying to prove to the world that microorganisms exist, my party members loudly proclaimed their knowledge about bacteria that pretty much everyone living in the fantasy world also knew about it. My DM had already oh. told them my backstory before we played, so they knew I was on the hunt for shit particle-related science. I ask you, O oh merciful counsel, was I robbed of my backstory, or should I stop presuming the level of scientific knowledge possessed by my party? Okay, first off, you ran your backstory by the DM. The DM decides what is common knowledge. Yeah. So the party can't say, the party can't really say, oh, actually everyone in this world knows about that, because the DM already said... No, this is a fun backstory. Interesting. Well, I'm wondering, does everyone else in this world know that bacteria exist, or is it just like the party members trying to like reaffirm your mission by being like, "Yeah, we believe you. We believe you about the little guy." If it was that, they wouldn't have wrote into our show. <laughs> yeah, that's probably they're, true. They're being good friends. What should I do about this, Jake? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was it was done with malice. Yeah, it was for done sure. with I thought malice. That, I thought in the question they said. No, everyone knows about bacteria. Like, like the war. Everyone in the world knows about. Oh, bacteria. I think that's so cruel. Yeah, they like they brought up their characters like mission, and then all of their party was like, "Oh, we already know about bacteria." Yeah. It seems like you kind of okay. got trolled a little bit, right? So it sounds like you got jerks, trolled. Yeah. So I think my initial reaction is that you're probably right, and these people are probably being bullies. But let's take a moment and try to defend the bullies. Oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> I think that's always important. <laughs> let's just try to. This should be a segment that we do in the future. Defend the bullies. Welcome to the bully pulpit with Murph. <laughs> bullpit hey <laughs> jump into the bullpit I'm, I'm trying to see the the party side here because it does seem like they kind of threw you under the bus but let's let's uh-huh. let's entertain this let's play devil's yeah. advocate for a moment it is a little bit of a frustrating thing in in storytelling when something the audience already knows is true is being like mm-hmm. explored you know what i mean i was gonna <clears throat> say that it's a bit of a curveball to get thrown Right. When like to be like, you don't know this exists. And then you're like, suddenly I have to improvise that, (laughs) which it could be really fun, but it's a little bit intellectual. So it might not be the most instinctually easy thing to fuck around with. But I mean, I guess Mm -hmm. like bacteria doesn't come up that much. (laughs) 
I don't I don't discuss it that much with my pals. <laughs> I don't think I know shit about bacteria myself. Yeah, I so I could, you know I could that certainly exists. role play. Yeah. yeah. It I would be really it. fun though to think that germs were like little animals or sprites or something like that. And oh. this person is trying to be like, oh no, they're actually this, you know? Yeah. I, I almost feel like it's better the other way where you were trying to prove the existence of like fantastical little microorganisms. <laughs> That seems yeah. like better for D and D, maybe. Not to. I feel like I'm. I'm. Hmm, I don't know. This is like such a very specific backstory. I feel like it's a very good starting point, maybe. But yeah. like, it does feel like a bit limiting, especially for a fantasy campaign. Maybe I'm being critical. I don't know. I mean, you're a judge. You're judging them. That's true. <laughs> it is my role in my job. This person was kind of just being like a little dweeb, right? Because they're doing like <laughs> science shit. Science so, shit. Holy, I, I hadn't considered that. Jake brings up a good point. I I actually love it. Okay, uh, so I guess this little dweeb loves it. But I do, I can understand how uh, because suddenly as a player, suddenly as a player, you're like, okay, what are all the things? It's hard. You almost have to do a mental list of what are all the things that I would joke about what are all the things that I know to exist that are yeah. based off of the knowledge of bacteria. Mm-hmm. You know, or like of microorganisms, essentially. Uh, so I don't, and that might suddenly, it might just be too much of a curveball. I will say, coming down from the bully pulpit for just a second, sure. uh, rising out of the bullpit. Nerd! Um, <laughs> oh, where did you get that egg? <laughs> I had it in my pocket. Take that point, That's so cool. <laughs> no wonder you're on the varsity team. Um, I just feel like if you tell this to your fellow players and insist that it's like important to you and your backstory, and then they just yeah. like kind of like undermine it instantly, that seems a little rough. My reaction in that moment would just, as another player, would be like, what are you talking about? Tell me more about this. I've right. never yeah. heard of this. Okay. You know, like it's like a simple way yeah. to defend the bullies once again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually coming around. I think I'm coming around to bully side. You are kind of you you are kind of setting it up so that uh-huh. your character is smart and everyone else is a dumbass. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're going into the game with real world knowledge and being like, only I know this and I'm gonna mm. prove it. And yeah. you know for a fact that you're right. Like, this knowledge already exists. It's just uh-huh. the people in your fantasy world don't know it. But the other <laughs> players, you expect them to also play dumb. Right. And they're just sitting there being mm. like, no, I'm not going to pretend that I don't know to wash my hands, bud. I Let's kill a dragon. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that might have been what happened. You go into a campaign and the DM is like, all right, there's there's a monster that's uh, terrorizing this town. You guys can go rescue the townsfolk and somebody's like well and then we'll teach them a lesson about organisms like <laughs> you're, ah. you're commandeering the yeah. story and then we'll install a public waterway <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely think that 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 would not be as fun however for party composition i do like having like a little more scientists kind yeah. of out of their element amidst them mm-hmm. defeating yeah. a dragon because that can be very fun but I can understand that the other characters being like, we don't want to teach people about washing hands. I guess I don't know how much <laughs> dysentery comes up in this campaign, but like if it comes up a lot, then like it's probably very helpful to have a microbiologist on your team. <laughs> See, I think as this is written, it kind of reads like the, the other players were being assholes. But I wonder, uh-huh. I, I wonder if there was like a level of like making the story so much about your microorganisms <laughs> that you're like, you know what? We're going to just do standard D&D and not make this a science campaign. This I'm not really going to talk about washing my hands. But yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Only, only you can answer the question of if you feel like you, you went a little too hard on the microorganism. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm ultimately going to rule with you because I definitely think this sounds like a fun backstory, but I can understand that it could have come in a little too heavy for people who are like i wanted to play a fighter and swing my sword at bad guys and now we're collecting beakers i'm gonna fully (laughs) lean into the devil's advocate and side with the devils whoa Whoa. i think that going in with running with the devil (laughs) with the backstory of something you know to be true in the real world and setting kind of Mm. everyone else up to be a dumbass is kind of a strange move. And I feel like you, you can do something like this 
that actually involves fantasy stuff. Like you could be like, I'm going to like in um, campaign two, Zerk's yeah. trying to create like the all cure elixir or something like that. It does. It can be something that's a little bit more fanciful. It could be something more grounded. Uh, but yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it could be in fantasy. Maybe for the other players, it was like a little too real world because we've been talking about that stuff. A oh, lot like in society. Yeah. So it could have been people being like. Uh, Please like, let's not talk about germs. Tap, tap. I just <laughs> want to escape. Out. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> we all got germs on the brain for yeah. sure. Um, wait. So, do we do we think that the DM deserves any of the blame here for kind of this like weird uh, lopsided party composition? That uh, was what I was. I mean, bring it's up. it's. I feel like it's not totally fair. We don't know if it's lopsided because we don't know the stories of the other characters. Right? Yeah, like, that's there's, true. This is one that it's really, really hard to weigh in on because we don't know. I I agree. I like. do think that if the DM greenlit this backstory, that they could be like, this isn't really known in the world, so you guys probably wouldn't know it. But it, again, it's also just a weird thing to be like, no, 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 no. Hard one does not know to wash his hands. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> Hard one wipes his ass and then eats a burger. <laughs> Describe it. <laughs> Toilet paper doesn't exist. Yeah. Just fucking two lost days while hard one recovers from Jardia. <laughs> I I think it's hard because I personally kind of love playing stupid. So if someone's like, hey, guess yeah. what? You're a little bit stupid, I would be like, hell yeah. Well, yeah, it's not even I mean it's not even dumb depending on like the time period that you're playing. It's freeing. My only defense here is that if the DM was planning a bunch of Ant-Man style uh, micro adventures where they went in and battled a bunch of <laughs> yeah, bacteria dragons. Yeah, that's a good point. Wait, there's two more paragraphs to this case. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. This You're is absolutely... the plot of Osmosis Jones. <laughs> I'm ultimately siding with this person, especially because they ran it with their DM and the DM was into it. So I think you were, I think, I don't know if you were robbed, but. Uh, I'm with the devils. <laughs> I'm with I'm with the fiends. The fiends? Oh, wow. okay. Devils versus fiends. Wow, yeah. Very good. There's no angels in this story, yeah. baby. <laughs> Jake, who submitted this one, by the way? Was this the DM submitting or was this the player? This was the player. Player. This was the player, Brennan. <laughs> Whose okay. backstory everyone was instantly just like, I know what bacteria is. <laughs> is that really? Okay, well, can we walk away from whether who's right or who's wrong and just laugh at that moment? Yeah, <laughs> this person's <laughs> life. <laughs> Like, yeah. Just like all the anticipation of going to your first session, sitting down there, you get introduced, <laughs> you say the thesis that you would like to explore with your character, and everyone says no. Right. <laughs> we all already know what bacteria yeah. is. It's just a barbarian wiping blood off of their axe, saying like, yeah, I know about biology. I, <laughs> I went to high school. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was an AP. <laughs> uh, so so M's on the one side I'm on the other side devils or fiends choose your side pick your fighter we're honoring Bailiff Jake today so everything's a little topsy-turvy I think I gotta go um, I think I gotta go with the devils yes. whoa mm -hmm. okay Jake you're gonna be the tiebreaker devils or fiends um who is who in this situation the devils <laughs> the devils are the other tell players you. no no don't oh. tell him <laughs> I already did <laughs> yeah I'm Jake, sorry you're our genius bailiff you can figure it out if I didn't know, I would say I would have said fiends. But I do think I think going into session one with a backstory that you're like hell bent on following through yeah. is also kind of a mistake. I feel like all my mm. characters, I had backstories and arcs that I thought I would fulfill and they went different ways and they were better for it. Oh, yeah. For so sure. you're, looking back, I think you'll be happy. Yeah. And thus I rule with the bullies who are mean to you. <laughs> Hard one not being a virgin was your microbiology. It's true. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I do hope that these players can all figure this out and find like, you know, a pivot for this backstory because I, I think it's a cool idea for you to be like trying something new like this. But yeah, I don't know. I hope that you can reach an accord. That is my greatest wish. Here's the, de here's the deal with Dungeon mm -hmm. Court is we have to leave room for razzing. Yeah. We just have to because there is a correct answer to each one of these. And yeah, the answer right. is the more polite we know person is correct. We are not about But we can't answers. do that if we can't right. be correct. Yeah. Bela Hurwitz has all the correct answers in that golden briefcase over there. And we refuse to look at them because right. we just, we deliberate and we reach the answer we think to be true. And we razz people along the way. Yeah. You're right. We do need a punishment. Oh my Beyond gosh. Beyond the razz. Okay. Ooh. 
Um, germs aren't real anymore. Oh, maybe your character has to pr prove that astrology is real now. <laughs> yes. There you that go. That feels like a yes. mission. That's a mission. Something that's actually. <laughs> that's a mission. Yes. I love that. Yeah, because like actually, that would be a really sick campaign that's, where astrology is real. Dear God, let me play in that world. That's that probably really more fun. accurate to most uh, fantasy medieval yeah. science. Yeah, that yeah. seems yeah. like it's more fun. Well. You have to prove astrology is real. <laughs> love it. Okay, so ordered. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Our next case comes from Stephen H. Stephen writes, may it please the court and titillate the bailiff. Wow. Ooh. You know what? He now deserves that's it. that's nice. Yeah. You yeah. deserve some titillation. Mm -hmm. Thank, Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And we should do a titillate verdict at the end of this, if you did get titillated or not. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if yeah. you feel comfortable to be public about your titillation. I'm certainly, I'm cer <laughs> I'll tell you ahead of time, since I've already read this question, it is titillating. And okay. I would, oh. I think it's going to titillate We got a everybody. titillated bailiff, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm absolutely titillated. Uh, <laughs> Stephen writes, I started recently making Pinterest boards for my long running D&D game. It's been Cute. really helpful Cute. to grab from a bin of art if say I need a half elf femme NPC or a tabaxi noble at a moment's notice. Oh, I love that. One of my players has complained to me, quote, hey, your NPCs are all too hot. I have a hard time talking to them when I have a mental image of the art you picked out. I get flustered. They were referring to this picture. I'm going to put it in the chat for you guys. Okay, yes, wow. So we can all get titillated. Yeah. You can't. D&D &D characters okay, are yeah, all Okay, yeah, that's hot. a hot picture. Yeah, mm, I think this that... I actually, I think that this this player, they are having a wonderful, safe chance to learn how to talk to hot people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this I'm, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. We cannot be coddled forever. <laughs> yeah. You have to talk to hot people. Sometimes. You have to talk. To, you have to. It's a skill that you need to learn, actually, to be able to talk. <laughs> and to you're going to be better for it. This is yeah. a great chance for you to build some confidence around smoking hot people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. You might meet Evangeline Lilly and she might have glowing contacts in and look exactly like this person. And like, what are you going to do then? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do then? You're going to freak and you'll out. You'll be glad if you are if you are like, oh, I've done this before. I've had a fucking dream. 
dress rehearsal where right. I talked to this fucking hot <laughs> Sylvan creature. You're going to fucking wow Evangeline. <laughs> That's what you want. You build your confidence at the D&D table. So then you're out. You're at a party. You're at a bar. You're at a dinner. You're at a gala, for God's sake. And you're just like, think about think about that elf necromancer that I talked to. Uh-huh. Think yeah. about that. Think about how confident uh, I was. Think about how confident I was. Think about how I flirted with this fucking hot person that I thought was out of my league. And I fucking found my flirting sea legs with someone that's so hot that normal people can't even live up to. Yeah. <laughs> D&D characters are way hotter than normal people. I have a con modifier of plus five. What's up with you? (laughs) And then Evangeline Lilly says, plus five? Are you fucking kidding me? Is that your maxed out stat? Or do you have other stats that look like that? Well, I'm only only level 11. Oh, no, no. She's, oh my God, Jake, you absolutely failed this, but she was impressed with you. She was was impressed. What your HP Uh, That's my, yeah, no, my confidence is so low. You haven't been talking to hot NPCs enough. It's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Really flustered. So Stephen does ask, Supreme Crit, I need your help. Do I stop providing hot art for my NPCs? I yield the remainder of my time. Wow. I really can't relate to this because truly like getting flustered in front of a hot NPC is so fun. So yeah, I yeah. cannot relate to this at all. And I feel like you're talking about losing. I think you're talking about losing one of the fun things of the game. Uh-huh. My, my friend, it's a JPEG. It's a JPEG image. It's true. It's definitely, yeah. it's definitely fully it's, a cartoon. It is really hot. Like she's, she's a hot cartoon. I'll give she's her that. She is. She has like a really good, like you can see her bra under yeah. her dress, which is such a hot look. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but th- this is like saying like, you know, if I was playing World of Warcraft and I had to talk to like a hot blood elf that I just yeah. like couldn't do it, I would have to quit the game. Yeah. I mean, look. in Warcraft, all the characters are hot. It would be it's true. just walking around the elf city being like, oh, what? I simply I simply can't I take can't a single mission in Silver Moon City. I will chub too hard. I'm gonna have to play Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn. I will just button mash because I don't know how to respond. Oh, shit. Now playing Final Fantasy and all the rabbit people are super hot. Fuck. Oh no! Fuck! <laughs> Fuck, every movie I watch is filled with hot people. (laughs) I can't function. It's also so funny because it's like so clear that this is just this person's thing because it's not like you're making the... They would say like, oh, you're making the NPCs too sexual. No, no, no. It's very specifically, please don't show me a hot pig. Yeah. I can't look at a hot person and perform. I can't can't do it. It's also, it's a role. It's a role. You like, you can stutter through like any speech and then it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Roll a persuasion check. It's like, I I said, um, hi, how are you? They'll think it's fun that you're bashful. If Yeah. There are definitely people who will take your flustered, flusteredness as like a charming, (laughs) cute, attractive. Also, I just, going back to what we were talking about before, I just really (laughs) shudder to think what you'd be like talking to an actual a hot person if you can't <laughs> if you can't look at this cartoon woman and just keep playing D&D. Hi. Oh, it's I'm so glad you could make it. Yeah. Um g- there's some snacks over there. Uh and uh that's my friend uh, Jessica Rabbit. Would you like to meet her? Yeah. Imagine seeing I, a hot cartoon and then not being able to talk to your friend. Murph, I can't fucking talk to you if you're pretending to be a hot woman. Okay. <laughs> Can we put the AC on? I'm overheating. All right. We tried to defend we tried to defend the bullies last time. Let's try to defend <laughs> the hornies this time. Okay. Mm. If we were let's say we were all but no, at a bar. No, no, these are not the hornies. These are not the hornies. These are the, the bashful. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. These are the bashful. Okay. The so we're gonna we're gonna try to defend the bashful. Let's say <laughs> let's say we were all out at a bar. Yeah. And right. there was a very, very provocative <laughs> image of Jessica Rabbit <laughs> in a framed Let's picture do, no, in no, the no. middle uh, of the booth. We need to do something that we would all react <laughs> to more because Jessica Rabbit, okay. we won't. So let's say it's a very, very provocative image of J-Lo from Anaconda with Elvis. <laughs> Okay, Dude. but she's a cartoon. Oh my god, cartoon. fuck yes. I would be able to talk to anyone okay. because I'd be staring at that photo the entire okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> cartoon J-Lo. Cartoon J-Lo from Anaconda. From Anaconda. 
What and there's and the Wilson wink is happening. There's an anaconda oh. eating Owen Wilson. Behind eating Owen Wilson. Nothing <laughs> would harder we just, than that. Would we just chat about the Wilson wink the whole time? Not <laughs> that's naked in this bar. When I jerk off to a JPEG, it's gotta have a story in the background. Yeah. If I'm jerking off to a JPEG, it better be J Lo. You know what I mean? See, this is why. <laughs> I want every JPEG to be a magic card where there's like a little caption in there and there's like, you know, a, a crumbling tower in the background. <laughs> and, you know, ideally a snake eating Owen Wilson. <laughs> I do think I do think it would distract from the table talk. Yeah. Or or would it would it be like just a fun new thing that we all talk about at the table? <laughs> I, I think so. And also, here's the other thing. D&D is a chance to grow. Right. I think that this is your opportunity as a player and as a person to like work on uh, talking to people. I think that, yeah, I think that's true. I don't think, yeah, that I think true. that it really is like, I feel like D&D is the most fun when you're getting outside of your comfort zone. And look, other people may have different experiences with how they like to enjoy media, but I like my media to take me outside of my comfort zone. And I think that is going to be And you should have to talk to hot, hot cartoons. And yeah. you're going to have to talk to hot Every people. Every once in a while, you're going to need to talk to a hot cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> in your daily it. life, you will run into a hot cartoon every once in a while. And, and I realize the um, uh, J-Lo analogy doesn't quite work because adding in a celebrity is loaded and makes mm -hmm. it confusing. Like if this person was using celebrities as their NPCs, that would be very distracting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We said car. that at, Murph, we said that as a joke. Or I mean, I audience, we said yeah. that as a joke. Yeah. Right. I, Mur I, I Murph, know. we were only kidding. We were yeah, only I, kidding. I know. I feel and, like... And I was talking about the joke. Let's continue. Let's move on. Yeah, we're just kidding. I, I know. Yeah. Thanks, I'm talking guys. a big game, cool. but yeah. if I was at a bar and I bumped into uh, Interstellar Bounty Hunter Samus Aran uh, and she lifted her visor and looked at me with her piercing blue eyes, I don't know what I would say to her. Whoa. Like, yeah. But I don't know that's a fun feeling. You got to fall in love with that feeling. You got to mm. fall in love with the feeling of being thrown off and finding your feet again because that's truly all that life is. It's also, it's like role play. It's like, that. yes, there's a small challenge to overcome. You're going to talk to an attractive person. Let's see if you can right. rise to the occasion. If yeah. we make every single interaction like, oh, this person is milk, toast, vanilla, boring person. I, I think we got to continue the DM domination this episode uh, and say that as a DM, you're allowed to make everyone as hot as you want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with that. That's you know, right. like I think that they have to respect other people's sexual boundaries, but they yes. can be hot. Yeah, I would agree with that fully. Two things are true this episode. Um, Jake is a beautiful bailiff uh, and a wonderful friend. Thank you. Uh, and the DMs can make everyone <laughs> as hot as they want. Agreed. Great. So we all agree. Um, there's, al there's also no like, there's no fan art of just regular looking people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's all, it's either a huge hulking monster or it's uh -huh. the hottest wizard you've ever seen. You should start sending just like pictures of the, the guess who board. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just Tom. All right. Yeah. Cool. It's also like how much, like I feel like really when you find someone who's like really interesting looking then, and you're giving that as a visual cue to your players, they're going to yeah. have more interest interesting interactions with this person because they're gonna be more interested in them versus if you're just like all right here's a picture of the bearded guy from guess who he <laughs> Alfred? is uh <laughs> he's working your he's the blacksmith in town that's boring what's the point of a visual aid? i'm actually gonna play next campaign as alfred i think oh cool i'll play as daddy from don't wake daddy <laughs> <laughs> and you're just asleep the whole time yeah caldwell you should be the guy from operation <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we all ruling for the DM here that you're allowed to have hot yeah. NPCs? I think so. Maybe you're, and I think it sounds like you're doing something fun using these like little Pinterest boards. I think that you're expanding the game and yeah. Yeah. And I think we got to reward that prep. I think uh, this player to further get used to talking to <laughs> hot cartoon characters will have to start a, a blood elf. Um, yeah. And uh, walk oh, around Silver Moon City a little bit. Start, and yeah, then go walk. talk to Lady Sylvanas because she Ooh. is oh, hot. Yeah. Hot, yeah. hot, hot, hot. Good hot, luck, hot. friend. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, she is a hot zombie lady, let me tell you. You're <laughs> hot, hot, hot. <laughs> so many people just don't make it past that. <laughs> uh, so ordered. Our next case comes from Roar W. Roar writes, Dear Judge Murphy, Judge Axford, and Judge Tanner, and Jake, 
And just so you guys hey, know, they he's didn't the use his yeah. full title. They did not capitalize my name. Everybody else wow. has really oh, good punctuation. That's messed yeah. up. Yeah. Right. It's okay. It's fine. That's not Thanks, okay. guys. Thanks, guys. You know what? You're capital J, Jake. <laughs> yeah. Let's start calling him capital J. No. CJ. That's good. CJ. Take it away, dude. Capital oh J. It does God. sound like you're a, a DC-based comedian or something like that, but I kind of like it. Capital J. I present to you the case of wrestling versus rolling. I am currently Whoa. DMing a game in which one of my players is playing a Goliath ex-pirate who wrestles everything and anything he can. Upon describing a wrestling move, I was confused and the player offered to show it to me. In my hubris, okay. I said if he could pin me with it for six seconds, I would let him auto-succeed his role. Needless Very to say, fun. Love this already. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Needless to say, I got pinned, my head locked in his legs, and like a vice for six seconds. Now the player insists I allow him to do this with every wrestling role. Oh, You're being okay. bullied. <laughs> so no, judges, no. I ask you. No, no. So no. judges, I ask you, should I learn to wrestle and defend my pride? You okay. should. You should for okay. fun. You should. You should. And yeah. I think that it's a really fun thing to have in your back pocket. What you're doing is, I feel like a lot of these stories are like, hey, I gave my kids candy and now it's all they want to eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the answer is always just not all the time. You can't yeah. give them candy mm -hmm. all the time. I do love the idea of you like quietly taking jujitsu lessons and like becoming yeah. really good all the while just saying no demurring You'd have to make sure time. that they weren't training though because they're just going to be better than you always just only uh -huh. a little bit better than you instead of a lot. There are two things. One is like the question is what you did wrong? No, not at all. Two, should you start training wrestling yeah. moves yes for sure yeah absolutely this is Here, such a fun thing to th pull out of your pocket yeah and if you don't want to spend all that time i guess maybe you could just give your friend a little bit of food poisoning oh so oh, beat him that way interesting yeah uh -huh. i'm just throwing out ideas or yeah. just make your npc that they're wrestling super hot and then <laughs> oh. i think the last thing fun. you'd want is to wrestle someone with diarrhea <laughs> oh mm -hmm. true it's more true. of a joke on you yeah. yeah. But you would still answer. win. Yeah. Do you submit? Do you submit? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I submitted. I'm so sorry. I submitted. I submitted. I surrendered. I mean, I already I feel like I want to like punish them into taking jujitsu lessons because this seems fun. But you should, you should not be fun. expected to do that. Yeah. Just do it for fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah. This this is a, this is we, we joke a lot about uh, bullying and whatnot. But this is uh, if, <laughs> if your player every session is like, I can do it if I could beat you up in real life. Then yeah, you'd be no. bullied. Uh, Calm but down. it's also possible. It's also possible that this person is saying it in jest. I know and they're we're just, just like, let me do it. On yeah, 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 yeah. In which case, that's fun. In which case, it would be fun for you to reward that every once in a while. I uh -huh. yes, you know. I think the answer is to lay down the law and say, no, we did that the one time, but after this, you have to roll. Uh, mm -hmm. But then secretly take jujitsu lessons. And then at some point when they ask, you say, sure, let's try it this time and then uh, get out of it. <laughs> or yeah. awesome. Yeah. You say, sure, let's do it. But I'm going to elect a champion to fight for me. And then, boom, what? Up in the rafters. Who's that? Oh, my God. It's Sting. It's Sting at his height. <laughs> Holy it's, shit. It's Whoa, classic Sting. The musician? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Sting no, musician? Sting's in the background, and he's, he's providing the backing track. Wait, which Probably Sting? pretty strong. He does a lot of yoga. He has sex for a long time. Tantric. tantric. He loves tantric sex. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would help. He'd be in great shape. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't tap for sure. Yeah, he's so flexible. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, he can last. Uh, wait, was that the punishment or a solution? I <laughs> no, no, no. Because well, I don't I think, think we're, we're punishing on, this DM. We're I on think the DM side. Yeah, technically okay. we're punishing the player. We could just have them eat way too much candy and see that it actually doesn't feel good. Okay, eat too much candy. Get diarrhea and wrestle Sting could be kind of interesting. Maybe Imagine, a session. Yeah. A tantric wrestling session while you are sick from too much candy and having uh -huh. diarrhea. So what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to get Sting to put on the makeup. And then like while the player is eating all that candy, uh, Sting's going to be just underneath the table. You're going to need to get a Ooh. tablecloth so no one can see Sting under there. And then like at the moment where like this player challenges you, that's when you summon Sting. <laughs> Whoa. Summon Sting. Or if you just have like a super tall stepbrother or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You could yeah. just be like, um, yes, but I have elected to use a proxy and then whistle and you're super tall. And you have to fight Tom. Yeah. Oh, shit. Tom. <laughs> 
enters oh, the room. Or you could theoretically try to set up one of your parents with one of Sting's parents, and then Sting would be your stepbrother. Sting so we could kind of do both. Sex really good with one of your parents. You know, he wants to. <laughs> it's not a stretch. <laughs> it's not that crazy to imagine. <laughs> So this is going to be a bit of a long con, but this it's is, going to be okay, worth it. Okay, the, the punishment is instead of having to pin you for six seconds, this other person has to be able to pin you for the amount of time that Sting has sex for, which is oh. like 12-hour sessions. So oh, 12 that's incredible. a tantric pin. A ten, <laughs> it has to be a tantric <laughs> pin, which isn't, no one's going to want to waste their time doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I throw this out. I throw it out. I was trying to incorporate a uh, sting, and I failed. No, I think it worked. You I think, think you've invented a new form of you measurement. Think it's good? Yeah. 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 <laughs> In sting minutes, a sting minute is <laughs> sting minute is two years. Is, yeah. And, <laughs> In that hours. like building in France where they have like the golden ruler that represents a single meter, they're just going to put Sting in there. And they're yeah. just gonna when you fall. see like a friend you haven't seen for a long time, you're like, man, I haven't seen you in a Sting minute. <laughs> or a Sting it. Yeah, a Sting, a sting it. it. <laughs> a Stinger. Sting a sting it. I think a Sting it is, yeah, it's 12 hours. And yeah. so, uh-huh. like, there's so it would two be like if you saw day. someone for breakfast and then you saw them again for dinner. You might yeah. be like, whoa, I haven't seen, seen you in a sting it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't really say whoa because it'd be kind of recent. You'd be like, hey. Yeah. yeah. It is like a word that we've been needing in the English yeah. language. So next time. Like, yeah. For someone you hang out with yeah. every 12 hours. How do you uh-huh. greet someone <laughs> that you saw 12 hours yeah. ago? Next time they try to wrestle you, yeah. you, give them, you shoot them a sly <laughs> smile and you say, yeah, if you can pin me for six stingets. Sting it, which is three days. (laughs) (laughs) The sun will rise three times. Very dumb. I think we solved we solved the issue that was at hand, but we don't we haven't doled out the punishment. We gave correct advice. We have to to punish the player, (laughs) this Goliath wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're ruling with the DM again, which I like. I like this streak. Yeah, we are having a really. Was this really an all DM day? Team. Yeah. Well, one of them was, I think, was player versus player. Right. Um. So, wow. but I think that one was still DM leaning a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So yeah, we let a DM off on that one. That's true. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so we are being D- we're being good to the DMs today. Right. Yeah, we're being DM lenient for sure. <laughs> Gosh, what is the punishment here? I mean, I thought you were onto something with the the food poisoning candy. Oh, I think I was just I think that it wasn't food poisoning candy. I think it was just candy, which can be too much in itself. But That's if true. you wanna like if you wanna throw a little something on there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be sting related. <laughs> Murph, right? Oh Murph is right. <laughs> then come up with it, Murph. Oh my God. Okay. You have to um, listen to Sting's worst reviewed album. Whoa. Great. That's actually really tangible, yeah. actionable advice. Uh-huh. So, yeah, listen to Sting's worst album. Can I offer a flip on that? Sure. Yeah. You have to watch Tarzan, but you can't listen to the soundtrack. Oh. Mm hmm. It's Phil Collins that does that. I think soundtrack. it is Phil Fuck, Collins. Cut this. Cut this. Cut this. No, nope, it's, it's staying in. It's staying Leave it in. in. Leave it in. No. Wait, you have to <laughs> no! play. You, Sting, I'm sorry. You have to play Sting's album over Tarzan. Whoa. <laughs> and when, as Phil hits, you be my heart, you just hear fucking something else. That soundtrack <laughs> absolutely slaps. I want to fucking listen to I'm it. I'm so bad at music. I can't believe I mixed up Sting and Phil Collins. Son of a man. All right, cool. Um, so ordered. Punish me. You guys want to do a a quick little uh, dice Christ confession to uh, send us yes, home? Yes, my I child. Love that. Let's do it. All right. We've all been a bit naughty. We we've stood in the bullpit uh, this episode, so I think we all need yeah. to be blessed and bathed yeah. in dice Christ life. Well, some of us some of us sided with the fiends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we all stand together, Justice Axford. <laughs> <laughs> I think that devils are naughty and fiends are nasty. So you guys I were naughty that, and yeah. I, I was nasty. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, that titillates me. Yeah. Naughty, you like, you know the rules and you're going against them. Yeah. <laughs> so naughty. And nasty is just like, you don't even nasty. know the rules. Yeah. You're just taking <laughs> nasty. Or do you care? If you saw the rules, everywhere. you would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I think I'm a fiend. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you don't care that there's a difference between Phil Collins and Sting. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a little fiend. 
<laughs> All right, let's see what this little fiend Sean Jay wrote. Take us to church. To my dear, lovely Supreme Court justices and the radical, tubular, and all-around solid bailiff Jake. Wow, okay, your sins wow. have already been cleansed. Finally. End of the episode. Finally. <laughs> the respect that you deserve, Jake. I really there felt like a turn was coming. I'm so glad it didn't. Welcome <laughs> home, scared. Jake. Um, it's going to happen at the very end. We're going to rant about Jake. <laughs> I have a confession for Dice Christ. I am a DM, and while running my game early on, my players fought and almost lost to a young green dragon. However, in Cute. a rejection of Dice Christ's will, I fudged a roll that would have resulted in a TPK. Now, mm. I believe I am paying for that sin because I have recently rolled four consecutive nat 20s against the same party while they were battling an avatar of Tiamat, once again nearly resulting in a TPK. Thus, I ask, what should I do? I await your benign and righteous judgment. Wow. Okay, here's what I would say. If you feel like you're rolling too hot with your players as a DM, roll in front of the board. Just roll in front of the board because they it it hurts less when your DM crits on you yeah. in front of the board. Yeah, it's true. When it really starts to come down to it, it keeps you honest and it makes it so... Because, I don't know, you always feel a little cheesy when you're sitting there being like, oh, one more hit and this person goes down. They've got to get a 15 or higher and you roll it behind the DM screen and you mm -hmm. get it. You always feel like people are going to think you're cheating or something. Mm. So I would recommend doing it in front of the in front of the table. It's kind of fun. Uh, you did go against Dice Christ, but Dice Christ has punished you already with these nat 20s against your players. Um, yeah, this is so interesting. There is part of me that's like they're kind of living Dice the punishment. Yeah. yeah. Does Dice Christ see a story He's hungry. He's hungry for blood for sure. Yeah. yeah. Dice Christ demands a sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Dice Christ loves narrative blood, I would say. Yeah. He loves the lifeblood of a story. But I think don't force it. I think that maybe just if, if things start getting dodgy and you're like, fuck, man, like I'm rolling too hot, just start rolling in front of the board and if if Dice Christ has their has their way, you know? That also atones for the sin, I think, because you fudged a roll behind the screen and Dice Christ ah, is trying to come out. You know, yes, Dice Christ wants to be heard. It. So cleanse mm. it by rolling in front of the table. Let the light shine on oh this little gosh, dice of mine. Yes. I'm going to let it shine. This little dice of mine. I'm going to let it shine. You don't have to do it for every roll. Just for like a yeah. big yeah, yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah. You might want to. Something that you might feel like you want to fudge. You can yeah. put it out there and let the, the rays of Dice Christ uh, shine yeah. down yeah. on it. Let the rays emitting from your player's eyes, which everyone knows that players have rays emitting from their eyes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Normally. Cleanse the dice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do want to just give a quick uh, Dice Christ praise to this DM because I believe like um, a young green dragon and an avatar of Tiamat, that's like, y'all been putting in some sessions. Y'all been like playing yeah, some That sounds really Congrats. fun and yeah. like, yeah, that's good. Um, I that's will good say, stuff. I think that if I ever had to deal with a TPK, I understand why this uh, DM was like, you know, for story reasons, a TPK kind of sucks because then you just yeah. You're they also said from, it happened early on. Yeah, right? you're starting so yeah. from like early on. I don't know that your instinct was wrong. right. You, so I, I don't know that your instinct was wrong. You made a you made a bargain with Dice Christ. Yeah, right? yeah. Here's mm. here's what I will say though, is how I would handle it because I've thought about this before for the show, and I think other oh, people shit. could use this. I oh. think if you're ever in a situation where there would be a TPK, go forward with it and knock everybody out. And then let them roll, and whoever survives the death saves naturally, like wakes up in the debris of the room or something. Like they're the Whoa. sole survivor, Whoa. or a couple people survive, or something like that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. also always the fun thing that when there's going to be a TPK, being like, "All right, I'm gonna. I have this one person that I know it would be narr like narratively satisfying for them." to make a sacrifice right now, you could reach out to one player. Like if someone has a god or some something from their backstory means like there is going to be a chance for one person to sacrifice themselves. Also, there's always a chance like people can even sacrifice themselves not with like a, a god intervention. They could just be like, cool, I'm going to run in the other way. I'm yeah. going to run in the other way, mm -hmm. drag them away from the party. So you could be like, okay, this is bad. You know, like you guys could try to run away. Yeah. Instead of like death saves, they do kind of like, you know, hero saves or something like that to see if they can like, you know, sacrifice themselves nobly for the party. I don't know. I think you got a lot, a lot of options to work with here. You you need not worry about the burden of Dice Christ upon you. Though Dice Christ <laughs> is coming to collect, it seems. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 
<laughs> you must you must deliver and you will, some and you will let him some blood yeah right deliver some PC yeah. blood by yeah. rolling in front of the table and with that uh, church and court are adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> Although we will be doing more uh, cases over on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Oh. Don't do it. Absolutely don't do it. Uh, does, d- don't do it. Does anyone have anything they'd like to plug? Yeah. I, got, I have two oh. things I want to plug, actually. One, oh, yeah? our, our live shows. We've got live shows in Portland, Los Angeles, and Vancouver, uh, That's at the end of right. Oh, Vancouver has been announced. That right. is announced. Portland is June 16th. Los yes. Angeles is June 17th. And Vancouver is October 21st. June 17th. We're coming home. Uh, tickets for all of those shows are over at nadpod.com slash live. Portland is almost sold out. So definitely get those pretty fast. And LA will have some exciting guests likely. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Surprise. That's surprise. where we live. Um, and then the other thing is my wife Jillian's movie that she produced last Whoa. summer is coming out this week. So if you have a Hulu account, check out uh, Fire Island. It's it's going to be good. Amazing. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Great. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Way to go, Jill. Yeah. Big Way big go, weekend Jill. for uh, her and Tucker. They're going to the premiere <laughs> together. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I saw that kiss of them at, at Cannes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were on a yacht. It was awesome. Yeah, the kiss, the kiss cam at Cannes. Yeah, <laughs> the Cannes kiss cam. Cannes kiss cam. <laughs> Famous. I have a stand-up paddleboard, but it doesn't really compete with Tucker's yacht. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're in the background wiping out. <laughs> also, Tucker stole the paddle. So it's just a board. <laughs> I have to use my hands. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll, I'll plug uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's a cool ass anime. Uh, I didn't have anything to do with it. I think uh, Jill and Tucker worked on it though. Actually, really? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll just plug Jill and Tucker's love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back to being mean to Jake. There we go. Full that circle. is how it and came it around. Good. I wasn't yeah. gonna force it, but yeah. it came back around. Uh, back to your cave, Jake. Back to your lowly cave. <laughs> Very natural. Yeah. <laughs> Get out go of here. Go kiss a worm. <laughs> Go kiss yes. worm, you freaking, you freaking bird. Kiss worms. I fucking missed this. You can follow us on social media that we may or may not use. At CHMurf is me, at Caldies Caldwell, at Astrid's Emily, at Jake Hurwitz is Jake. And you can tweet about And sh- at NADPOD is our uh, Instagram account. That's yeah. true. Yeah. NADPOD is also our Twitter account, so you check those out. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are. Youth of the nation, we are, we are. Youth of the nation. Dungeon, 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 Hey, hey, it is time to thank our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Jordan D.J., Cutter W., Jill and Tucker, who want to help Jake move out. Thank you for that. Dungeon Mama, Danielle, the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Scott D., Danny P., Michael McD., Vincent W., Miss Tur Cole, Victor T., Balnor's Boy, Forever, Dominic Person, Andrew B., Justin I., Ragnar Fairdwind, TJ M., Trele the Cray Fay, Jared E., Christopher B., Damiel R., Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Brian Woodland, Vice President of Business Development of Sure Incorporated, very nice, Richard X. Machina, Michael L., Taylor S., Callum L., Jack L., Sam L., Nicholas C., Thaddeus Thunderous Turtle, Samuel B., Mike E., H, Martin P, Matthew E, Colton B, Way Cooler Than Angry Wheat, Adam G, Tyler F, Knee Badger, Panama James, Andrew the Bard, Captain Sigil, Diana, CC, Lulu, Michelle O, Hercule Poirot, The Rabbit Folk Detective, Timmy R, Crocaholic, Lucas B, Rako, It's Kevin, Calders, Cold, Come, Hashtag Love to All My Supporters, New York, Cass, Skateboard Cass, Stephen C, Michael M, Mike K, Lady Taco, Joy T, Nara, Wit and Whimsy, 
Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, Esme M, Mutton the Mad, Druid a has-been, trying to undo his friend who has been stuck as a polymorphed sheep for three weeks, Foster the original boneless duck, Veronica P, Aaron the asshole ranger, Reza, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Percival Fredrickson Von Muscle, Klawowski D. Rollo III, Christian A, Olivia K, J. Dragonborn, Joe Rowe the Inapropo, Cody B, Liam D, The Sandrean, Ben A, Feldonis, John III, Dave H, Vivian, Koala, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Rebecca G, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye P, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, The Time Walker, Blair the Bug Blair, Barbarian, Cat C, Kelsey J, Pork Chop, Ariel the Occasional Mermaid. Oh, only occasionally. Very nice. Selena N, aka Valacy Raptor, Minette the Magnificent Magic Carp, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Joshua D, Ryan S, The Bone Duster, The Charming Fluff, Robert Crisp, Master B, Telekitty Creations, Fan Illustrator, Insert Request. Okay. Ploops, Carly A, Addie K, AP Cleric, Lori P, Those Who Love and Give Where They Can, Spam Gaming, Who's Just Got, Who's Just Some Guy, I Guess, Grant L, Connor Savage, Christopher J, Pebblepot, Did You Guys Hear About the Magic Skillet? It is Made of Cast Iron. Nice. Logan S, Salil, Leviathan, Biocourt 7, Remington, CD, Amber Dextrist, Sullivan H, Trub Hop Dropper, Sydney T, Jack H, King of the Mole City, Under Iron Deep, Afrex, Hashtag No Censorship, Hashtag Pro CCC, Garble the Moist, Juicy Kiwi Singing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds in D Minor, Champ W, Valen, Sprite Pepsi, Carlin C, Louis is your centaur dad, Salty Burrito, Emily S, Harry Cox, very nice, Chloe L, Ali, congrats on finishing your master's degree, love you, oh yes we do, Estelle Isle with the Ager, Conflicted DM, Justin LB, Torley Skirmisher, Dandy E&D, Bunny, Hashtag Claudius Did Nothing Wrong, Hashtag Frog Pal Sucks, Marcos P, Pup Kalish, Lorelai F, Morgan M, Appealing Sticker, Stephen E, Mr. Adams, Meg the Mail Carrier of Bohemia, James F, Jimmy A, Hi Man, Hi Man, Yeah, That's Me, Cap'n Cappy, M4L, The Dragon Ambassador, Wayfarer, inventor of the SS Storm Bjorn, Andrew B, Dalton B, Cope Fresh, Barpo Goodbarrel, Barbarian, and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep, Tari Rhymes with Jabari, Welshlander, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Eric M, Mr. D, Sean J, John P, Mr. Silly Head, Monster, Captain, Renee S, Cameron C, Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope, Olivia the Enchanting Bard who will totally be making money off the Duck Team Tales with an on-the-go, all the stops, show, Blue Slade, Michaela R, Albin's Alabaster Aftermath, hashtag come Muppets will rise, Solemn's Sticky Sauce, hashtag CCC, Double Down, Calliope's Cumulo Cum Blast, hashtag CCC forever, Riley S, Sir Sig 93, FICO, Melvin the Moontan, no one is cooler than Angry Wheat, especially not the front half of a horse costume, Arusha, an, anachra- an anachronistic enigma, of course, the game itself, Emily, Chaus Kampf, aka I Am a Smapfire, Shacked, Aaron R, Tony G, Logan D, Calder's Cold Come is for me. Of course, Josh H and Jack the Jacks Jig, jig oh my god. Jacks. The Jacks Jinxing r- Rouge in search of Bohemia's biggest balls. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>